following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. The preseason is in the rearview mirror. No more guessing, no more snap counts. It's time to talk some football. Let's do it. As the next time the Dallas Cowboys take the field, it'll be September 9th against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And there's a lot of excitement around the fact that, guess what? The preseason's done. And the Cowboys did go 0-4, but guess what? The records don't really matter. And we're going to talk about that and so much more as it is cut-down day here at the store in Frisco. Welcome in to Talking Cowboys, presented by Tostitos. Tostitos, the official chip and dip of the Dallas Cowboys here from the SWBC Mortgage Studios. Heckma Harrison, Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips, I'm Kyle Yeomans, and let's get right to it. No messing around on this show today. There, there will be plenty of hooligans on this show today, but... Let's get down to the nitty-gritty. What does the cut scene look like right now, Rob Phillips? A bunch of unofficial cuts right now as we sit here at 11 Central on cut-down day. The ones that have been confirmed have been by Jerry Jones on the fan this morning, and you just put out a stat about the quarterback position. I did. So the Cowboys... Before the show. Yeah, the Cowboys cut two quarterbacks, both Garrett Gilbert and Ben DiNucci are now have now both been waived by the Cowboys, and the Cowboys are the only team in the NFL, at least at the moment, that has cut multiple quarterbacks. That's something they at least keep an eye on moving forward. They, but they haven't made the most significant cut in the league at the quarterback position. Nope. Mm. That but one came in New England. Yes. But they have made a couple cuts. Ben DiNucci, Garrett Gilbert, cut. Cooper Rush. Heck. Isaiah. For now, he's the backup quarterback. For now. Along with uh, some other guys. Again, it's unofficial, but there's been reports out of guys like Jaquan Hardy, Brandon Smith, Rondell Carter. Darian Thompson's probably the biggest name uh, besides the quarterbacks that is expected to be released. And the full list will come out somewhere around 3 o'clock Central, or right before then. And this is one of those crazy days in the NFL that you kind of have to look at. And, and Isaiah, I know you've been through this before specifically, but what is this day like for the players? I mean, walking in, even Barry Church last week talked about it. He's like, I, I knew I was on the roster, but it was still a nerve-wracking day. Is that kind of what players are dealing with right now? Yeah, I don't think that there is a year aside from my first year in the league that I felt like I was safe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm probably I'm on the other end of the spectrum from Bay from BC. Uh, it's not a it's, it sucks. There's no other way to say it. For those that haven't been in that situation before, um, it is it was very nerve wracking to, to say the least. You walk in and all the work that you've been putting in for however many months now, right? They've been rolling since what March, April yeah. around there. Okay, been rolling since April. Every yeah. day you've been showing up. You've been eating with a purpose. You've been training with a purpose. You've been studying with a purpose. You've given it your all at OTAs. You've given it your all at training camp in the in, in, in the preseason games, and now everything comes down to now you're replaying everything that you've ever done 
over the, over those past six months, right? You've been re- replaying everything. You're just like, okay, did I do this right? All right, and in a game, did I make this play? Oh man, I should have been in this shade. I should have done this. Oh man, I can't believe you're you're going, you're re- you're literally replaying everything that you could have done, and you're you're analyzing it, you're critiquing it, and you're giving yourself a grade, and then you're you're looking at your guy next to, you and you're like, man, is he is he better than me than this? You know, so everything you're stressing. It is the most stressful thing you've ever seen in your life, and you're looking for this guy called the Grin Reaper. And we, and back, 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 back in the day, it was a dude by the name of Bruce Mays. Bruce right? Mays. Bruce. And, best and hair ever. Best hair ever. Uh, but you, there's, there's one person on the team that's responsible for letting you know, hey, player, I need, I need you to go grab your, grab your, your playbook. So you were tight with Bruce, but you didn't want to see Bruce. You didn't on that want to day. see Bruce on that day. Yeah, yeah, you don't. I'm I'm a person that grew up being taught have eye contact when you talk to somebody. You know, you have eye contact. You greet somebody, and that day he's like, you got cataract. You just <laughs> you just walk you walk around with your eyes kind of looking around because yeah. you don't want that person looking in your face. Be like, I, I need you. I need I need you to come with me. I've been cut five times. Five times, and every single time you walk into the building, your 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 stomach is just locked up because you know you know it's coming, and you're watching guys go. It's not like it happens all at the same time. You know, you come into the locker room, and you you know you might see Rob P putting his stuff in a, in a, in a doggone garbage bag in his in his locker. You be like, dang, they got you. Yeah, man, they got me. And you know, he's like, all right. You start saying goodbye to everybody, and then then you might see Heck. My Heck was like, you know, my Heck might be pissed off at his locker. And he's just sitting there shaking his head, like, dang, they got you, Heck. Yeah, man, it got me, man. It's some, you know, it's some BS, whatever, you know, whatever it might be. And then, you know, you're looking at Kyle, like, man, this is, just, you know, this is me. <laughs> and you start going down, the, you start going down the roster. You're like, okay, we play the same position. You know, they're only keeping this many guys. You know, it's one of us has got to go. And you just sitting there looking around, and then you see that dude come in the locker room. You're like, oh shoot, here he come, here he come. Yeah. right? And it's like, who's he going to? You're watching his footwork. You're watching everything, and then it's just, it sucks, man. I, I, I want to. Kudos to everybody who's given it their all over these past months. I, I know this position all too well. Regardless of what happens today, even the guys that get through today might not be there tomorrow. That's, you know? what I, so, that's, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. That there's you have the initial cuts, and then there's a follow back. There's a follow up. Yes, yeah, so you, can't, you, can't, you can't just be comfortable. There's, nobody can get comfortable. But there are 31 other teams going True through that. the same process, and so for the front office, they have to be on their p's and q's, looking for guys that are falling off of rosters that can help yours. True. And so, like you talk about being cut five times, but then you have a Super Bowl to play. Give me some of that. You, you know, for you know, yeah, yeah. but but then. At Jam. the same time, you had to trust the process of yeah. what you did, and a lot of these guys that are going to hit the waiver wire won't make it because other teams have seen what they're doing, and they'll get an opportunity to go play elsewhere. And that's a testament to the work that you put in yeah. during these times. Like you say, you're second-guessing yourself. Yeah. Did I do this? Did I do that? But you did, yep. right? Yep. Um, and who are those guys on our team? Who are those guys that won't get past waivers? Who are those really tough decisions? I think today for the Dallas Cowboys is very important. You can't undermine or, or play this down because the guys that you choose to go into the season with are going to say a lot about what you think about your organization. Yeah, after COVID, after COVID, and going after preseason, Mike McCarthy's era starts now. Yeah. If you just want to give him a mulligan for last mm-hmm. year, however you want to look at it, it's true. So his decision and what's, what he does with this 53 is going to be very, very important because it's going to seal his legacy. Isaiah almost described that like a relationship. Like going through my mind, like she broke up with me. Like, did I? Why did I say this? Why did I wear that? That kind of thing. And and to be honest with you, that this process, this day, is single-handedly probably one of the reasons. Not the training, not the training camp, not any of that stuff. This day right here is one of the reasons why guys just decide. I just rather not. 
I just rather not because it's so stressful. It's not just today. It is the last four weeks of the preseason. And every time you make a play or don't make a play, you're like, man, that was it. Well, let me ask you this. It. Yes, sir. How much is a how much is a guaranteed contract in the NFL if you make one of these rosters? That means about the, the uh, minimum yeah, guaranteed minimum for. I think it's around seven hundred, six hundred, six hundred something. Man, I will shake right yeah. a coconut out of tree for yeah. six hundred thousand yeah. dollars. And the drop off is substantial, <laughs> but that's not even guaranteed. Would, it's not. I mean, that's yeah. What for, tell me a job in yeah. these Americas that you could get six hundred thousand dollars for for doing? Well, I will tell I, you, I would do it a, a million times. Let me, let me let the people know. Let me let the fans know. <laughs> fans. That six hundred thousand that Heck was talking about—that is a minimum. I know everybody out there is like, "Oh my goodness, those guys make too much money." That is a a week to week contract. Yep, that is a week to week contract. You are earning your keep every single week, and every not Tuesday. only that, are you competing against the guys on your team? You're competing against the thousands of other guys that they can go grab and do it cheaper. Yeah, always. If so, you could do, if you could do it all over again with all the pressure placed on you and everything, would you do it? Absolutely. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. So, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Babe Loffenberg, Babe Loffenberg, radio analyst. He was the color analyst on the TV broadcast. He brought up a really good point during the TV broadcast against the Jaguars, and he said, "This is the first time that a lot of these guys, a lot of these players, at any point in their football career, are going to be told they're not good enough." A lot of these, especially these young guys, these yeah. rookies, is uh, Jaquan Hardys and the Brendan Knox and the Osiris Mitchells, the guys who, at least in high school, were stars, and then they went to the, their college and they were starters and they they put up big time numbers enough to get to the NFL, and then now you get to the NFL, and you're told you're not good enough, and this is and that's why it makes it so much harder, not only just on the players but on the families as well. So this is a it's an interesting day, it's a tough day. And it's one that the Cowboys have to get right. And I think that's kind of what the balance has to be, is the Cowboys have to get it right, and it's also the human side, the human element of the game as well, Isaiah. I have a nine-year-old daughter by the name of Nadia. Every time she goes out to practice or goes to a game, and you might have to this because your, your, your son plays ball too, yeah. I tell her, do your best and get better. Every single time. Every time she goes out to practice, I say, what are the two things you have to do today? Do your best and, and, and get better. What happens today is doing your best, getting better, is not good enough. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And that sucks. When I've done my best and I've gotten better and it's still not good enough, what do you do? What does that do to you mentally? And that's the battle that these guys are going to be facing today. And that's, you know, Hard Knocks has that formula of following guys that are on the fringe or are long shots. And some people don't like it as much because they want to see the stars and all mm-hmm. that. But like that to me, it's just stories. Yeah. That's just, I mean, that's basically the essence of training camp is, is you try to win a job that's really, really hard to get. And really, really hard to hang on to in a, in a, a profession that nobody on this planet can really relate to in terms of what the physical demands are. And, and that's why a story like Kurt Warner is so intriguing. A guy that never gives up on his dream. Guys that have that confidence that yeah. come back again and again and again and bet on themselves and double down on themselves. And there are a lot of guys around the NFL that end up like that. So, you know, no matter what, like you said, I love what you said about picking yourself up and obviously just getting going back to those opportunities and again, again and again. And so there are going to be a lot of names. Building this 53 is what's important. Hey, we got rid of Double G today, man. That was that was a blow. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> that was a blow. Let's talk me. about the quarterback position. The next segment, we're going to get into Darian Thompson a little bit and what yeah. his next steps p- could potentially be because I don't necessarily think he's done with the Cowboys yet, and I'll explain that when we get into the next segment. But 
quarterbacks, I mean, Cooper Rush has won the job, at least at the moment, like we said, at the backup quarterback position. Something that we started kind of seeing the shift of heading into the Jacksonville week uh, whenever he started getting that first team reps. And Mike McCarthy alluded to Garrett Gilbert uh, being kind of demoted on that depth chart. Then Ben DiNucci, it kind of happened throughout the preseason. But, Rob, what, what are your thoughts at the backup quarterback position as we stand today and based off of what you saw on Sunday? I'm, I'm curious to see if they're done. That was the big thing that I was curious about coming out of Jerry Jones's interview on, on the fan this morning. And he was asked specifically, are they going to look for help? And he didn't say no. He didn't say no, but he did say, quote, pretty high bar in terms of somebody coming in and having the background with the offense that Cooper Rush has. Hmm. And, and so people can look at that and say from a talent perspective, could they come in and, and upgrade that position? Sure. But they have to weigh that. You know, could somebody come in and have that familiarity with Kellen Moore's system and overtake Cooper Rush? Do they even want to keep a third guy on the 53? Or could you look to add somebody on the practice squad? Could Ben DiNucci be that guy? We'll see. Um, I, it's we, The competition is just weird to me mm-hmm. because they went the whole camp basically with Gil, Garrett Gilbert in one position, and then it shifted for one game. It was his it, job to lose. And then it was over. Yeah, yeah. you're right. That's, that's really what happened. Yeah. And they, they did not see enough. And Cooper Rush got healthy. And you know I don't think the, the struggles the offense had on Sunday, they held against him because Jacksonville's playing starters and they weren't. So uh, it, they'd seen enough to, to give him the job. And he's been in this position a lot of times. I am curious to see what's going to happen, though. If, if, they're definitely going to look. I just wonder what they're going to do with, with space that they have. Hex smirking at me. I don't even know. <laughs> Why are you smirking? Well, I mean, it's such a tough predicament to be in with your backup quarterback, and you don't have a proven guy there. Look at the snaps. Look at what he's done. And you're basically – it's all conjecture because you don't know exactly what he'll do in, in a role as a backup quarterback. I hope in, in what we all – $75 million worth of hope is placed on number four, being mm-hmm. healthy. And if Cooper Rush never takes a, a snap, then thank you, Lord, because that means number four has been healthy all through the season. We, didn't ha- we don't have to worry about that. And that's been his re- reputation up until last year. Ten months of inactivity, and now we're really staring at the great unknown going into Raymond James Stadium. And with Cooper Rush as the backup, you can't feel good about that. No matter what words you say to comfort yourself, you don't feel good about that, and so this team is obviously still looking around the NFL to see if there are other, if there are any other players out there uh, to kind of solidify the backup position. They're not done. They're not done looking. They're, they're for not. Sure. They're not done. The way that the league has set up over the past few years in terms of increasing your practice squad players in terms of allowing for you to bring guys up on game day they are not done they will sign another quarterback i i've been saying this for the past few weeks i foresee them and it's obviously indicative too in terms of the restructuring last week i don't i think that's that wasn't just by chance but they didn't make a move yet okay so so the move that philly made you don't think that we could have at least made that same move I'm put out, yes, no. we could have made. I think we could have. We could have. They could have. No. They, they, they could have, have been but I, interested, and we don't know that. I think there's but, a. I think there's more things that are going to happen today and over the next okay. five days than, than we probably can can even imagine right now. One of them, obviously, I, I believe, will be the quarterback position. I think that we have to get a quarterback in here. That if Dak went down, there is no question: can that person play? How much of the system can he run? I'll, I'll say that again: can he play? Yes. They need guys. They need somebody to step into the huddle and that everybody can look at them and be like, 
If nothing else, ha- if nothing else <laughs> works, he can take off a run. So now that we can actually do this and not get called to the principal's office, I'm going to throw some names throw out, them there. out there. Kyle. Let's see if we move the needle. Just give me a yes or a no if this moves the needle for you. And the first name that popped up, Cam Newton. Does it move the needle? Yes. Why? Because uh, Cam Newton is in a very – he's in a peculiar predicament right now where he needs a year of not being the guy. He needs a re, he needs a recalibration year, uh, an Andy Dalton year. He needs an Andy Dalton year, hmm. and you see Andy Dalton went out there. He has himself a starting job at least for, for now. For now, <laughs> um, but I think I think Cam Newton allows for you to do the same thing that Mr. Jones was talking about. Come in and run the same offense. You don't have to change what what you're calling. Now he has to learn the system, mm-hmm. but he comes in and he has the same type skill of set. skill set. He can run. Yeah. He can throw. He's a big guy. He can you know all those kind of things. He has an arm, so he, we don't we don't have to worry about underthrowing our receivers that mm-hmm. we have. So all those kind of things. Now there's a whole lot of other stuff that we don't know about on the back end, obviously, as far as the mental and and his ability to learn all those kind of things. But in terms of attributes, physical attributes, he fits the mold. Hmm. Jameis Winston, another guy who took a year for a little bit, and hey, maybe he ends up being so, something special there. So is that a yes for you, too? That's a no. Okay, why? He, well, he's not vaccinated. I don't want him anywhere. Cam, near, Cam is not vaccinated. Okay. I don't want him near Dak. All right? We, I need you to be available. I don't need anything hypothetical to happen. I don't, I don't need that. Hmm. You know? This is, we need all hands on deck. We don't need no funny business. Okay? So if you want to be available, and I feel like Cam is a victim of his own whatever it is in, in, in New England. I feel like he opened the door for what happened to him. And so, no, I don't, I don't want him. Rob, does it move the needle? Absolutely. I mean, like, like, without question, like he's a bigger name than Andy Dalton. He's had a better career than Andy Dalton. When Andy Dalton signed last year, it was like, holy crap, that's the best backup the Cowboys have ever had. Do I think it's likely? Not really. I mean, I mean, beyond what you guys just said, does he want to be a backup? Does he want to do that? He doesn't and, have a choice. And well, maybe, maybe you're probably right. There are way, there are so many other teams out there that need a quarterback I mean, that right now think they solidified that that could use Cam. You starter? don't think the you don't think the Washington football team could use Cam right now? I think don't about think, I, don't I don't think, think they so. would put him oh, over man. Ryan you Patrick. Tri- over Fitz, uh, wait no, a minute. So. Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, Time out. Here we go. <laughs> whoa. So you gonna tell? So Cam Newton and Fitzpatrick on that team? Yeah, on that team. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. For sure. What are y'all talking yeah. about? But that's his. I'm not even hesitating. That's his. That what? Ron Rivera. That's his guy. That's Ron his guy. Rivera coached. Ooh, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. I know. Coaching that's what, wise. Wait, good, whoa, time out. Let's go back, Jim Shrews. That's what I'm point. telling you. But, but hang on, hang on. I, I, to me, though, it's a little bit like what Jerry said about Cooper Rush, but on a much larger scale. Yeah, absolutely. The season starts in in a, ten days. Like you're not you bringing just a guy said, in to be a starter. You just said, can a guy understand my system? And if I've played for that guy, then I already know what his system is. And you're talking about Fitzpatrick in a year where they have a defense, all the things that would benefit a quarterback like him. Would you say if he don't know anything, if all things break down, what? Hey, I don't run. I don't disagree what can, with you. What can Cam dis- do? I don't disagree with you. I just I don't want him. There. I don't know how. I don't know how <laughs> tight him and Rivera. I don't know if Rivera wants to wants to revisit that. Could, could we don't know. Not, we don't yeah. know. We don't know. Who's, right? But, I'm just but, I'm just talking about as far as what what, what attributes, physical attributes he brings. I'm not. Ta- what I'm saying is, game. I'm not talking about Cam in a sense that he doesn't have anything to offer. I'm talking about for what we have right now. We didn't pay Dak seventy-five million dollars to bring that kind of circus to town. We got enough mm-hmm. things going on. I'm saying that he has an opportunity other places that he can play right now. He still has that. He still so, can so, give so, you something. So let's ask you. Let's ask it this way: 
Would you rather have Cooper Rush as your backup or Cam Newton? I'd rather not have to try and make that decision. No, 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 no. You got to choose. Which one would you rather have? Because there's a whole lot of other things that we can take into consideration, but just physically, all which things, one would you want? All things being considered equal, don't, I mean, you know the answer. Absolutely. Don't ask me a rhetorical Absolutely. question. So, that's, so, that's, so that's, 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 that's what we're saying. Yeah. That's all yeah. we're saying. Yeah. It, but there's there's other factors. You there's guys other mentioned factors. other factors. There's money involved. Like yep. what what would he want to play for? You know, does he want? What you know, is he worth <laughs> playing for? Well, yeah, that. I mean, like he played under hardly anything last year, didn't he? It was a million a dollars. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was a stupid I mean, in comparison to quarterbacks. Let me just say that, people. Yeah. <laughs> well, sure, sure. But I mean, you know, that what we don't know exactly what the reasoning was too. Like, did they think that he didn't want to sit behind a rookie? And, and so he doesn't want to be in that situation. Like Isaiah is right. This late in the game, you may not have a choice. But you know, well, he's, he, he's a great. He's had a great career. This guy's won an twenty fifteen MVP. Yeah, talk yeah. about it. It it might have been one of those things, and we talked about this last year in certain scenarios. But it's one of those things where it's like, okay, we're going to give you every shot you possibly can to win this job. If you win it, great. If not, we're going to let you go and do something else because we don't want to hold you up, sort of deal. So maybe that's why it's so late in the game. But you're, I think, great points on both sides of the argument because. It, it's not a cut and dry. No. Let's go get Cam Newton. No, not at all. It is not that easy. And Heckman made that very, very clear. But it also, at the same time, on the field, it makes a ton of sense. It makes a ton of sense to look at. <laughs> I'm going to throw some other names out here, here before we go to break. Uh, I can't even say that name. Can't say that one either. Anthony Gordon, Kansas City Chiefs, second-year guy out of Washington State. Just because he went to Washington State. No. Yeah, you hate him because yeah. you're a Washington <laughs> guy. <laughs> Case Cookus, probably not. K.J. Costello from the Chargers. He was a Stanford guy. Uh, There's both of our guys. Clayton Thorson, former Cowboys backup, released by the Giants. Maybe Cooper Rush comparison? Maybe yes, no? I just don't. I mean, Cooper's got way more experience. You don't make a move unless it's a... The like move, Cam, right? Yeah, yeah. Cam okay. or some other other guys that we can't talk I mean, about. And I think that's what Jerry meant by the high bar. In addition to, we don't know what their budget is, what they want to spend at the position. We also he mentioned the the waiver process and like there's competition there, especially mm-hmm. that position. Exactly, if guy, you know, goes through waivers that you exactly. might like. So yeah, there's other fa- factors here. That's kind of my point here yeah. of reading these names off. Is uh, I mean, going throughout the backup quarterback competition, we're, we're looking at guys and we're, we're saying we're up there on the waiver list, though, aren't we? <laughs> That's a good yeah. question, and I, and I don't know exactly where just, it is. I'm just but, saying. Yeah. But, but we were waiting for names to just sli- slip off of these rosters, and none, really no big names are slipping with the exception of maybe Cam Newton. Duck Hodges, another one on there. Josh, Josh Rosen. Johnson. Josh Johnson no. is on Jets. there, too, the, from the Jets. Yeah, The Twitterverse mentioned Will Greer. Uh, from Carolina, mm-hmm. who's worked with Doug Nussmeyer. He's a so. West Virginia guy. But again, that's waivers, and if they're Greer even was interested. Cut? So, yep. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, you know, it, hmm. we'll see. Lots of eyebrow raise. They're going to look. Everybody around. compared him in that cut to Ben DiNucci here, at least from what I had seen from Eyebrow Carolina is fans. the opposite of eyebrow raising this back then. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I don't, said, like, I don't have a point of reference. I don't have a point of reference on him other than what he did at West Virginia. So. Yeah. There that is. That's a good point. Yeah, well, that's the thing is I've got friends with Carolina. Thank you. And they're, they're I know saying, you in like Flynn. I wasn't questioning that. They're saying Ben DiNucci, it's it's pretty even with, with Will Greer. So hopefully. Do y'all bring <laughs> DiNucci back to practice squad? Do you hope he clears? I, I mean, you, you bring no, – I'm, I'm, you, you I'm out on – Nucci, man, y'all yeah. are some traders, man. Y'all, y'all switched Whoa. on y'all boys so fast. I didn't say you, no. I did. You I Swiss did. sizes. Is yeah. that, is no, that what kind of friend did. you are? 
You a Swiss uh, size? Not. I mean, if you can't throw the football on your front foot, no. I mean, his, his decision. I mean, not here. I, I mean, I would rather have double G. See, that's the thing. Like, you could bring double G back to the practice yeah, chair. Yeah, I'd rather have double G. You know, absolutely, and give yourself a third guy who's not counting towards your active yep. roster. And, and, and in my head, in my head, I know Heckman doesn't agree with this. If you're in position to bring in a Cam, you bring Cam in to be the backup, and you bump rush rush down to your practice squad. Why are you gonna do us like that all year? Do you come on? Don't do us I'm like that. I'm just telling because you. Because y'all, listen, you know what's gonna happen if you bring in something like that. If we let, hypothetically lose the first two games, you're sitting there in Philadelphia at home, and, and Dak is having a horrible start to the season and the Boo Birds come out in the third and everybody's Rob is writing about oh my god we could nah, just rest him nah. and put Cam. I don't that want that happen. if this it wouldn't is happen. 2017 maybe yeah, but no. not 2021 not my, my not whole now. thing is you just need a guy that Boy, steps in there that guys so. y'all don't think about the yeah. critics ready to pounce on I don't care about critics I never have cared about I'm talking about yeah. the outside of outside. I'm talking about the, the world of no. Twitterverse and people that talk about Are you talking what, about the people that don't like Dak because they're going to find any reason to yeah. do that, but there's like that that group of people is dwindling very quickly. So you think bringing Cam would be a, would be a I good think thing? It, and, and would Jerry love that? Absolutely. Sell some jerseys. <laughs> would Jerry love that? Absolutely. I mean, I, I don't know the do uh, I don't know the back end. I don't know the, the how he is with teammates. I don't know how he is with learning, and, and I don't know all that. As I'm talking about physical attributes, if you lose Dak, you bring in Cam, you feel good. It's the old Brian Broaddus approach. Can he play? Can he play? I don't care yeah. about really anything. Just can he play? Yeah. Can he, yeah I mean, absolutely he can. Go but get, go get RG3. I haven't heard anybody saying anything that, that Cam Newton's a bad teammate. No. I haven't heard anybody say that. Every time I see Cam, he's dancing. And everybody loves being around him. He, he always, he's always in position to be QB1, right? Obviously on the teams that he's been on. He's a great candidate, in my opinion, based off the information that we have, to be a backup for Dak. And I think he needs a year to chill. I think he needs a year to chill because I don't think right now he's not being respected around the league as a QB1. Kind of like Dalton chilled. Just like Dalton chilled. And then what did he do? Goes and gets a starting job. Got, got $10 million from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, hey, it could happen. Plenty of <laughs> plenty of dominoes that haven't fallen yet, and plenty that have Absolutely. already fallen. Yeah. I mean, it, there's so, this is so what we much got left right now. to go, and this is what we've got to work with. Like you said, a lot of surface level thought process on this. While the Cowboys reportedly will kick the tires on Cam Newton moving forward, when we come back, we'll address some of the other cuts, including Darian Thompson. How long is he going to be out on the open market before the Cowboys reel him back in? A special teams core guy. Out on the market, cut today. We'll talk about it next when we come back with more Talking Cowboys presented by Tostitos. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. 
The zero you deserve is finally here. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes. Which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision. Essential blue for protection. And Grisol for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. Back to talking Cowboys. Now this is a read I can get behind. Check out the new Miller Lighthouse located on the west side of AT&T Stadium where Dallas Cowboys game day traditions are born. Enjoy $5 12-ounce beers, yard games, Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders performances, and so much more. For more information, you can go and visit AT&TStadium.com slash Miller Lighthouse. Miller Lighthouse, your tailgate just got jealous. Pete, you got to meet me at the Lighthouse. $5, 12-ounce? Come on. I'm in. Find a babysitter. I'm in. Well, you're going to be at the game anyways, right? Well, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, yeah. So you, you should already have a babysitter built, at least at that time. In. So no he excuses. Down, he, he, built, how, he built that in. He did was you like, see how quick he went to that? Yeah, he, he just built that in there. Goodness. He got a bunch of homeboys that he hadn't seen. <laughs> in like 18 months on, on top of the baby. <laughs> uh, glad you're with us here at Talking Cowboys presented by Tostitos. couple other names that we maybe haven't mentioned so far that were uh, cut throughout the day or waived at the moment. Unofficially, by the way, these were all reported. Brandon Smith, wide receiver. Johnny Dixon, wide receiver. Man. Braylon Jones, Eric Smith on the offensive line, defensive line, Rondell Carter, Austin Fayloo, uh defensive tackle. And then we've got in the secondary three safeties, Tyler Coyle, Stephen Parker, a corner, Deontay Burton, and the, the third safety is Darian Thompson. And that's where I want to start this segment on is Darian Thompson. I mean, we we saw him without pads on Sunday. We thought he was a no pad week four guy, at least from the looks of it. It wasn't it was kind of a surprise that he was in that group. But you wouldn't think to see his name on the waived list today. But, Rob, when you look at this move, is this just kind of a a housekeeping move to maybe potentially bring him back for special teams roles? That, either the 53. Yeah, that or, you know, practice squad. And, again, you guys mentioned it. Like, you can call up two guys a week. So, Mm -hmm. that you know, they did that with Brandon Carr last year. They signed him to the practice squad and at least initially to start the season. Parker. Parker, too. So, you know, you've got more flexibility with your practice squad, 16 players. And there's guys on this unofficial list that I could see being back on the practice squad tomorrow uh, if they clear And Darren Thompson should be one of them because of him being a special teams contributor. Mm-hmm. So this may be that fragile balance that they're doing by cutting the guy, hoping he clears waivers and he'll be back. He's he's vested, I believe. Uh, so I think he's vested, but I'll double check But that. what does that mean? I've heard that before. A guy being vested, what's different about uh, a vested guy? Uh, you have a certain number of accrued seasons. I think it's four. So you're not subject to waivers. And, and that's important because they've got at least three guys, I think, that – need to be on the roster for one day 
and then go to IR for the minimum of three games. Ooh. That's just the way the rules work. So you've got to keep Neville Gallimore, Josh Ball, Sean McCune, maybe a couple other guys. You know, Terrell Basham's had an ankle for a while. If you put them, but that 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 means you got to cut somebody. Maybe you'd want to bring back. You know, well, how does, so Pup, how does Thompson Pup is vested? By the way, is vested. Yep. Okay, how does Pup affect that? I know it's like six weeks. Uh, Pup. Pup is a minimum of six weeks. So that's Chauncey Golston and Tristan Hill most likely going from active pup to reserve pup. So that's those are they're not cuts, but you're you're that's a way to remove two spots at least for six weeks. So I, saying all this, we did a 53 man roster projection after Sunday's game, and it was quite frankly a pain in the ass because you're trying to <laughs> you're trying to account for all of these moves that they've got to make. You've got T.J. Vasher too, who's on NFI, who could re- revert to reserve. So there's going to be a lot of of moving parts here in the next couple days. And um, Stephen Jones said that on the pregame show, not this past <clears throat> week, but the week prior uh, against the Texans. It was the pregame show, and he said, just keep an eye out. He said, just don't freak out at first because you're going <laughs> to see some names <laughs> don't freak that out. probably shouldn't be released, and it, it's because there's going to be moves coming. There's going to be moves that follow this and, and make up that 53-man roster. The other part of it, too, is they've got four guys who I assume are all going to be on the 53 by the end of the week, but are not right now because they're on the COVID list. So mm. they're not technically, they don't have to be part of the 53 today. C.D. Lamb, Carlos Watkins, Casey, and Connor Williams. So that's another What are you talking about? You just went so deep it's, right there. No, what, I'm what just telling you, you, like, what you see today, you're right. Like, it's not going to be the exact same thing by the end of the week. They've so, got a lot of moves to make here. I am not a math major. You guys already know this. This is why I'm in broadcasting. But f- so 53 mans, but you have three COVID guys. You have two four. guys. Okay, four COVID guys. You have two guys on pup. Could be three if you want to transfer TJ Basher over. So there's basically 60 guys that you have that aren't going anywhere, but then you got to kind of mix them around and then you'll have to make tougher decisions down the road, right? Yeah, if I'm getting what you're saying, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Is like, I wonder, I, you know, you go to 53, but you have to account for four guys on reserve COVID that are coming back. So, do you make four cuts on Thursday when they're supposed to hopefully be cleared to come back, or how do they how do they work that? Also, another one, the only injury of note coming out of the game Sunday was Kelvin Joseph getting mm-hmm. hurt with the groin injury. Groin injuries, Isaiah, don't you know, they don't take, take you know, don't take three days. Yeah, that was unfortunate. Is, is that going to take him? A couple weeks to come back? Do you put him on recallable IR? They have a lot of decisions to make here. And I I know it's it's like it gives you a tired head. But I'm just saying it's not a simple cut to 53 today. What do you think about the the longevity, Isaiah, of a groin injury? It was a left groin officially for Kelvin Joseph. And they thought he was questionable at first, but then they turned it back around. Said he was out. There's so many different ways that that can go. I mean, a groin injury could take anywhere from – you know, I need I need three four days off to I need four weeks off. Right. You know, so it just really depends on what grade. There's usually a, a three grade scale. You know, first, second, or third, uh, to, to in order to determine how it's, uh, the severity of it. Uh, so nobody knows. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so they might have just been precaution. Maybe he just tweaked it a little bit, and they're like, okay, you're done. Like you're one of our main guys. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously you, we just drafted you. We're just going to hold you off. Um, you know, so there's there's that. You start talking about Thompson. That's the politics of the league, man. This is when, you know, I've talked about the politics of the NFL in the past. We're not playing him in the fourth. We're not playing him in our fourth preseason game so nobody else can get a look at him. But we're going to try to keep him. Of course. It's the politics, that's, that's it's that the politics of sports, man. So conversation might have might already been had with him. Or maybe they just left him in the dark 
and just letting him feel as if he was going to be on a roster. I, I've been in that position before where I just I didn't play the last preseason game. I was like, I'm good. And then they turn around and cut you. He was like, whoa, wait a minute now. So there's so many different ways. It's today's stressful for not only for the players, um, but for the team. And front not, not, not only are they trying to, yeah, for the front office, they're trying to figure out the guys that they have. We have about 60 guys. You know, maybe Thompson, maybe you're not our 53, but you're our 54th. Right. Right, so we we mm-hmm. don't want you to go nowhere. So we're not going to put you on a field so that you can ball out, and somebody can come now coming come and pluck you, right? So we know that you're not going to make our fifty three. So let's hide you. Let's 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 tuck you down underneath so you know the, the carpet so nobody can see where you're at. Here's an example, heck. When Rico Gathers had to go on oh, God. IR a few years ago, he made the fifty three initially so they could be allowed to put him on IR and keep his rights, contract rights. So, Kellen Moore, hey, we're going to cut you today, and then they re-sign Kellen Moore after they put Rico on IR. So you could see that because they've they've got to do that with several guys. But Rob, how many guys can you bring back from IR? Is it three still, or is Un- it unlimited? Unlimited. Okay. Unlimited this year. I think the rules are still the same from last year. There's unlimited number of guys, but it's a minimum of three weeks. Hmm. Got to be on there for three weeks, yeah. which I think you could say that's probably safe for a couple of guys that would be on that IR. I'm trying to think of maybe Tristan Hill, but he's still going to be on the pup reserve, right? Six weeks minimum. So that's a six minimum? Oh, okay, Most likely so. that's where he's headed, plus Golston, too. Okay. Yeah. I figured that would be the case. Yeah. Uh, no matter what they do, I hope they are hell-bent on getting younger and getting these young guys an opportunity. That's, that's what I hope they're doing. How uh, do they do that? Well, I mean, obviously they're making some cuts down. There may be some really tough ones that people don't agree with. But still, if, if you're going to stay true to what Isaiah says, and I, and I cling to this because I believe in it, how do you rebuild your culture? Uh, you got enough young guys that you have that have proven to you in the preseason that they can play. And y'all looked at me like I had four eyeballs when I said something about playing the young guys over some of these young guys, over some of these veteran older guys, but we have to start looking at stuff like that to get this roster better, when, to make it better. When did we do that to you? Oh, when I said something, when we were talking, having the Anthony Brown conversation, I was oh. saying the nation right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's all. You wanted, oh, you wanted Bossman fat in the starting lineup week I one. Think, I think that when you talk about building culture, the future is now. You have some options. Your defensive line is going to be better. I think we feel confident that that defensive line is going to be better. And so give these young guys a shot. Give them a shot. Because right now, if Nation Wright picks, has a pick six, he's tied with Anthony Brown in touchdowns. Okay, and Anthony Brown's been in the league a lot longer than him. If, if Boss Man Fat has six interceptions, he matches Jordan Lewis for his career. He bypasses Jordan Lewis for his career. What are we holding if, on to? Because I, I think Kyle's retort that day was against Tom Brady, Week One, Thursday yeah. Night Football. So ready? I, so really, if if this is a production-driven business and you haven't gotten the production there, what do you feel? What do you feel so comfortable about? But I think those guys, like I think Anthony Brown, has played better than Kelvin Joseph over the five weeks. But you know, I, mean, it, I don't think I don't think there's been enough evidence to say he's overtaking him right now. I understand that, but when you when you, you've been a part of the league long enough, Rob, to know if you have a younger, cheaper version, you play that version. And it's not that Anthony Brown has had that quality of snaps that you can say right now he is head and shoulders above. I hear that. Isaiah probably knows this better than anybody. Like Coaches will 
if it's close, they'll side towards the veteran who's proven more it, and and is probably less likely to. If make a it's big close, mistake. they're going to go with the younger guy that costs uh, less. I, I, the history of this franchise, when I've been around here, it's like we'll go with the vet for now. But what about like, the NFL? It took, it took Miles Austin a long time to crack the starting lineup at wide receiver <laughs> when he probably was ready a year before that. Even you could say that about Romo. Back in the you day just too. made my point. No, it took it took you know they went Bledsoe for a year and a half when they could have just turned it over to Tony and said let's go. So you know? does Dak Prescott send some snickerdoodle tri- tiff treats to Cliff Averill for the, what happened to Romo in Seattle? Because if that didn't happen, then you don't even Dak may have started only three years. They went with the younger, cheaper version. Yeah. Just, just bob your head. Just say yes, and let's so we can go to the next thing. But that's one scenario where there's probably a hundred scenarios. That's the, the that's other the way. That's the well, they, they went with the younger, cheaper I mean, version after Dak had already led them to a ten and one start. But you can't I mean, lose your job. You can't lose your job supposedly in the NFL from getting hurt. I'm talking about a, a younger. That doesn't happen. You, so tell me this. You 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 know this better than anybody, man. There are guys right now that are analysts and commentators because a team found the younger version of what they could do. Those guys were expendable. They look every day for you. I mean, they look every day to replace guys. And what are they? You talk about all the time the delicate balance of keeping your salary cap and and, and getting younger on your roster. This okay, is what me, we're talking. Me, about. Let me throw this out here then. Since, since we're just throwing whatever. Um, getting getting younger, no in this particular situation, um, but there's a lot of talk about Jalen Smith right now. Hmm. Would you swap out Jalen Smith for a K.J. Wright, who's older but cheaper? He's, he's still a free agent? Still a free agent. Hmm. Yeah, he's out there. Is he going to be cheaper, though? He would be cheaper than $7 million. Think so, but the problem with that, he's he was like a top one hundred NFL he wants, guy. He wants he wants six seven million, but he nobody's giving it to him. Look, you yeah, would probably, he probably, he probably didn't want to go. So you get older, anyway. you get older, you get a little cheaper. Uh, would you do, would you mm-mm. be willing to do that? You, mm-mm. I'm not. No? See, see what I'm you just, just did. You're th- leading me down the, J- the Jalen Smith rabbit hole, and I'm not going to go. I'm going to stand right here. The, the the only the only kink in that. That armor in terms of what you're you're putting out there, everything's great. But if you're going to get rid of Jalen Smith, you're going to pay a, a hefty chunk of his He's contract. He's got his money. Like it's mm-hmm. gonna like you're still paying that contract. So and the combination you, even of if you trade paying, him. yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you'll yeah, get even it. in you're a trade. And why would you yeah. bring KJ Wright when you have a, a number forty eight? You have Cox on your team. Jabril Cox is showing you that he's the younger version of. I'm just asking. Just I understand. I don't I'm just know saying if you, you can have... compare a fourth round pick in his rookie year. I'm comparing a guy that can do the job. I'm talking about linebackers in the game. I'm talking. No, no, no. <laughs> he was one of the best Whoa. linebackers in the game. Nobody's saying it. Come when on did that now. stop? Well, it, it didn't stop. He's he's an older version of himself. He can't do what he was doing ten Last years year? ago. How many years have you been in the league? You saying he he wasn't productive much? I, what I'm saying is I have the equivalent on the team, and if I put him in a position to be successful, he can make those plays. Because guess what? He has the same coach. So if I can scheme up, and you say if a guy can play in the scheme and make him a little bit better, I can scheme for a guy like Jabril Cox. I already have Michael Parsons. I can put him in a position to be successful. I don't have to go out on a limb to get an older guy. I have it on my team already. You know, you're not wrong. Like I'm, I'm with you. Like it's important. Young players have to play if they're going to get better. Mm-hmm. Like it, that's it, a recipe for a Super Bowl absolutely. roster, it, and it is a delicate balance. I'm just saying. Like I think I'm just trying to think how coaches think in large part, and I think. Typically, if it's close, they're in the business of winning games and they're going to side with the vet. Not always. And you know what? You're right about 2016 in that when Kellen Moore broke his ankle 
and they just had and Romo was was out, you know, and they just had Jamil Showers and Dak Prescott. They didn't go get whoever, you know. They they stuck with him, and, and but it, it paid off, you know. But I think by and large, sometimes you know you side with the vet. I, I I do think Kelvin Joseph, if he's healthy, will eventually work his way up and get playing time. I'm I'm still confident of that. I just think based on what we saw in camp. Anthony Brown did nothing to lose a starting job, in no. my opinion, over five over five weeks. And I think that's what what the case is specifically right now. I, I, I in the general thought, if you have an opportunity to go younger, then hell yeah, go younger. I mean, younger and cheaper is always better in the NFL. Except whenever you have guys that are okay at the moment. I mean, it's not like Anthony Brown was just getting torched. Every single play. <laughs> when was the last time I'm you were sitting saying. at the edge of your seat going, boy, that number 30 a bad mofo? <laughs> I wait because you haven't. You had not had anything to go off of. And I'm talking about a defense that you know has to be markedly improved from last year. Okay. They have nowhere to go but up. So what are you holding on to? Because I just said if the man has a – if Nation Wright has a pick six, he's tied with Anthony Brown for career touchdowns, pick six. Mm-hmm. Diggs think- doesn't even have one. <laughs> Diggs has, what, three interceptions last year? Yeah. Xavier Howard had 10. What do you want on your team? I'm looking Diggs at the rest of the league. I'm not talking about right. I'm talking about the rest of the league. What Diggs are we going to do? Diggs a rookie. Why are you getting on the Trayvon Diggs now? What no, 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 doing? no. You're, you're jumping on the wrong thing. So calm down, Fido, because that's, sh- not I, Fido, that's, that's, that's not where I am. Fido? That's not where I am. That's not where I am. I'm trying to ask y'all. You want to talk about how to make the team better? I'm saying this is how you do it. <laughs> I agree. Thank you. So I was asking, Kyle. Jeez. I'm so confused. I'm lost now. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to continue on with Say It With Your Chest Tuesday whenever it comes to Talking Cowboys presented by Tostitos. Dang it. Calm down, Fido. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. The Cowboys way. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing. The star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details.
Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more Essilor on Talking Cowboys. <laughs> Slam that microphone to the side like that. Isaiah <laughs> tossed that thing. Tossed it. What's, your, what, what's the, the go-to line you say, toss that man out the club? Was that, is that what you say? Uh, I, I can't say it. You do it all the time. Oh, you do it on Film Room all the time oh yeah yeah no white tees in the club yeah that's what no white tees yeah, yeah that's what it is welcome back to talking cowboys we're having some fun here on i've Big been to time a club Tuesday. in like 15 years i don't know what the proper <laughs> oh, dress code gosh. is just think about fresh prince or bel-air and, yeah. and jazzy jeff getting thrown out the front door <laughs> that's right okay. Okay. just just okay. imagine that okay uncle phil everybody's Man, daddy whenever covid's over and i mean like Are completely over uh, my new goal is to get robbed of the club oh yeah. Better I, get I, me there you, before 10 you, you should probably start at the Miller Light pregame. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should probably start, yeah, start at the White House. <laughs> baby steps. <laughs> he wouldn't even bite on a $5 beer. What are you going to do That's with true. Rob? He threw the babysitter That's out true. there. Yeah, he was like, he's like, let me see if I can find a babysitter. <laughs> even like, on game day, game. it makes no it's sense. It's Saturday. Right? Yeah. And he's right there. Dude, what are you doing? Um, we, haven't, we haven't gotten a chance to talk about it a whole lot. Uh, just because of the cuts and the roster moves that are happening at the moment. But what did we think about the final preseason game against the Jacksonville Jaguars as the Cowboys fell again, 0-4 in the preseason? Heckman, I'll let you start things off. What was your biggest takeaway from AT&T Stadium? Well, I mean, I took away that Trevor Lawrence is going to be a problem for a lot of years um, just by his ball location. Um I thought defensively it was a trip to see them play their starters. I, I, I wasn't looking – I didn't think they were going to do that. But when we didn't play uh, any of ours, then I was like, well, this is just going to be that kind of preseason where we don't get a look at any of our guys uh, on – well, our stars on offense. And, you know, look, man, it was just one of those games that you were glad that it was over and we didn't have a whole lot of significant injuries. But as far as the game itself, um, guys like Burton – I figured it was going to be a long day for him today once I mm-hmm. saw him compete, and it, he, he got burnt a couple of times. So it was hard to watch. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, I was watching uh, Fajoko and Turner. Hmm. That was, that's, that's where my eyes were, and obviously in the back of quarterback position. Uh, I think it, based upon that game and the games previous, I, you think, think? I think Turner solidified his spot. Yeah. What about Double G? Did you thought Double G did pretty? I thought he did pretty well. I mean, I thought Double cut, G did pretty well, but uh, but by doing well, you show your inconsistency. Mm. It, it was a double edged sword, sword for him. Mm-hmm. It sucked. He doubled down on bad. <laughs> I, I know, right? There's no. It was a no win situation. It was a for no him. win. It was okay. a no win situation for him. Yeah, Absolutely. I think by that point it had already been. Yeah, it was pretty written up. Yeah, yeah. So, what did you see from the offense? Like you said, it's really hard to gauge whenever they're throwing the ones at you defensively, and then Cooper Rush is having to run with the twos and the threes. But uh, the 75-yard touchdown drive prior to the half was probably the best thing that the Cowboys did on offense all day. What did you see that went well in that drive? I got to think back to it now. Um, yeah, come back to me. Rob, about that one. which drive? The touchdown drive, the Garrett Gilbert one? I, I mean, I thought he showed pretty good poise. I mean, I thought he bounced back in that game. I, I think, though, the Cowboys probably had already made the decision at that point, though. Um, mm. I, I, nothing really stood out to me about the offense in that game. I, the thing that stood out to me the most was 
the the linebacker depth on this team is really really good. Really good. Like I don't know if Luke Gifford makes this team, dude. But he, he was, flies around. He was flying around. Jabril Cox had another good game. I thought Hamilton had a good game. Hamilton, yeah. like that's that's another thing. The defensive front, you got to see a lot of Justin Hamilton, Bradley and I, Rondell Carter, and I'd like. Their performances, like I, I thought, there's some depth there. That now the reports are, you know, Rondo Carter not making this team at least initially, but they've got some, or they at least they've had some some nice young depth on the defensive front as well as linebacker. Carter was the one that got in on the interception for McQuamu, right? It was big Carter hit. in the big hit yep. on the quarterback. Ball kind of popped up in the air. McQuamu took advantage and got up and made what a play. What about McQuamu? I was watching him as well. I he watched he him had too. some good plays, and he had some some, hesit- some hesitant plays. There was one play in the third quarter specifically. They were, Jacksonville was inside the red zone, and there was a run. I can't remember who the tailback was. And McQuamu had the best position. He was right on yeah, top of it. There. And he stepped to the side. Yep. And it was and I, I, I thought it. back to our conversations it, on this show. Yeah. And I was like, man, I was like, that was that was one where I wanted yeah. him to step up into the hole yeah. and, and yeah, plug know. It, and he didn't. Y'all know I got my my Maquamu pom poms over here. I'm hoping that oh, you got it. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I mean, I'm I'm hopeful for the man. I, I you know, I love his skill set, but God dog, man. It, it was a couple of it was a couple and it's been a whole preseason for yeah. the rookie, uh the inconsistency. But there was something, I mean, and you know, Isaiah in preseason guys, it's, it, they're not showing a lot. And and, uh-huh. and and when I saw it was one play that he made, he came on a blitz and blitz and, yep. and he got a sack. Yep. Uh, to me, that showed his value. Uh, when you have a six four. Yeah. A six-four safety blitzing the quarterback, his height, mm-hmm. and I know you talk about throwing lanes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But when you got a six-four guy right in your yeah. line of sight, that's impactful, and it showed his value. Absolutely. Um, and we talked about that as well. His ability to cover a slot receiver. It's the in tackling the red zone. They had him playing. He was playing that's, a nickel in the red zone. Six-four in the red. I mean, in the slot, that's that's a huge advantage for yeah. for defenses, man. But if they if they lead with him in that role. Then yeah, but putting him back at safety where his where he's actually his position is right now, I don't see it. But then you have to—is he a safety slash corner? I mean, you know, Let's, like what is he? Yeah, uh, Todd Archer was asking me in the press box like, how much slot did he play in camp? And I don't remember him doing a lot. that much. I don't think but he played they, any he slot. Did, in did quite camp. a bit on he Sunday. Did, yeah. He did some of the games. The last two, yeah. the last well, few games. He, he did in Arizona. He did in Arizona. Yeah, that could be. I don't think he did a whole role. lot in Canton though. Like from what I had yeah. charted, I don't really think there was any times that I saw him. And that's not a, a lot huge advantage. in practice either. Mm-mm. But but that was something he showed right, in this sorry, game. Not Canton. I mean Oxnard. Yeah, Oxnard. Like you said, former corner, kind of you know can play both spots. And the fact that you know if Darian Thompson is released here. I think that means he's on he's yeah. on the fifty three. Mm-hmm. Does it make you feel better about the Mukwamu situation that you've now seen KZ and Hooker both on the field at the safety spot, and you still feel pretty good about Donovan Wilson? I think I don't think Mukwamu's a, a safety right now. I think he's a developmental safety, but I think his most he's his, his greatest corner. impact right now is yeah, your nickel. He's a nickel guy for you. Yeah. Hmm. And may not be active on game days. Yeah, he's probably not going to be active on game out, days no. to start. I mean, but, but the, the but ability to, to bring him in. I mean, yeah. you're about to, and obviously he wouldn't play in a Tampa game if he makes a roster. But you, you're about to face Tampa. These boys are big. They're huge, everywhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I mean, you're so, have Mike Evans, man yeah. to man with Anthony Brown, and 
So no, so look, here's here's no, here's no, I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not doing that. I just still on it. No, I, I'm just I just feel like Mukwamu is is your future. I think he's a guy that I like if him you, a lot, yeah. I, I think he's a guy that if you invest in that he could be there. He could be there mm-hmm. for you. But I'm always reminded, man, Mickey Spagnuolo. One time we were having a debate, and he goes, we were talking about Ha Ha Clinton Dix, and he goes, he's a bridge player. He's the ultimate bridge player. And we've had these guys that have been bridge players. And I think Hooker and Kazee may be a little bit outside of the box on your so-called bridge players. And I so, think they could be more than that, but you just don't know yet. No, they absolutely. very well could be nope. bridge players, but at the moment you want them to not be. You want them to be your future there. If they play up to the talent level that they've shown prior in their careers mm-hmm. and prior to injury history, that's a big that's a big O. If you going into Raymond James, if, <laughs> huge if. Yes, you are. So safety position still a topic of conversation. Rob, over the next couple of days, what could we expect to see in terms of more roster movement? Because we don't come back till Thursday, and Thursday, by the way, we're going to start previewing the Tampa Bay game because we've only got two episodes left after this one. Before the Tampa Bay kickoff. Wow. Oh, wow. We've got Thursday and we've got Tuesday, and then it's kickoff. So we only have two more talking Cowboys. So what? Say it with your chest is next Tuesday. Uh, yeah, yeah. Say it with the chest will be Tuesday. Yo, I so. look forward to winning Christmas trees and more money out of the stand back well, trust this year. It's gonna be awesome, Tom. You guys don't forget. You he wants to take money out of my kids' pockets. Don't you forget. Guys don't forget. He's a, he's a monster. Say, say, <laughs> it, say it with your chest. We'll, say it with your chest. We'll start Tuesday, but we also have a Friday show next week too. Okay, okay. So we'll have right. a say it with your chest Friday too. So when's our next show? To, it's Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. We'll, we'll know the practice squad by Thursday for the most part. They're supposed to. I think they're supposed to get back to work Thursday in mm-hmm. practice. So finally, we'll have something else to talk about there. But again, like I mentioned in the second segment, they've got to figure out who's going to IR and all that stuff. We'll have a better idea of uh, and pup and all that by Thursday, as well as Mike McCarthy said, the four guys on COVID list should be back in the building by Thursday if everything um, keeps going the way it is right now, which is which is good news. Yeah, hopefully that's the case moving forward and that the Cowboys don't have to handle that as much as they have in the past. But early, or we've got about three minutes left on the show. I want to give I want to give grades. I know you guys hate doing this, but I'm going to do it anyways. I want your preseason grade for the Dallas Cowboys. A, B, C, D, E. I guess not E, but F. A, B, C, D, F. Isaiah, I'll start with you. That's tough. What's your grade for the just, Cowboys in, in the preseason alone, not even talking offseason? So just based off of what you saw. In the games? Uh, games in practice. We could, throw, we could throw them both in there. Whole, whole team. Whole team. Yeah, say whole the team. Entire team. Yep. Here comes a Washington crisp apple. Um, C. C? Yeah. Okay. Pretty straightforward. Passing in high school, not passing in grad school. <laughs> okay. We know Isaiah grades tough. We know he does. We did he those, does. We did those grades last year, mm-hmm. and we, I, we never heard the end of it for being, <laughs> being too easy on guys. You know, because because I I literally didn't see any. I, I don't know what Dak is going to play like on Thursday, and that's a big question mark for me. Mm. Um, I didn't see some of the roster moves that I thought would take place uh, during OTAs and also during training camp. Um, I saw the defensive line come together, and I'm most excited about the defensive line. Carlos Watkins, I hate that you know he got 
on the list, but he's shown enough for me to think that, that he would be a guy. I, but I got to I gotta go see, too, because I don't know enough about my offensive line. I don't know enough about my quarterbacks. I, I just There's a lot of question marks there, so I, I'm, I'm going to see. I'll give it a D because of the offensive line. It scares me. Mm. Scares me a lot, actually. He's a tough guy now. Because uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Because I, I damn, do, I feel I feel a lot better about this defense, and I don't feel much better about this offense a whole lot right now. And it, it, and they've rested a bunch of guys. That's fine. I'm okay with that. I'm not doing it because of that. I'm saying because of what I've seen in practice. It doesn't necessarily bode well for this offense. Well, then let me go get my cupcakes and my smelly stickers and put them yeah. right on the table here. Because Not you, P. I'm gonna, I'm, I'll say B because I, I would give the defense. I would hang on. Let me. <laughs> I would give the defense an A off of based off of last year to what mm. we saw over five weeks. I very encouraging. I'm not saying it's going to carry over to the regular season. They're going to be a top five defense. I don't know that, but I'm just saying what we saw over five weeks was. Very encouraging based off of last year, despite you know a big injury to Gallimore for a few weeks and all that. Offensively, they had so much non-continuity because of Dak being out and guys being in and out of the lineup that, uh, to me, that's like almost an incomplete. So, hmm. what, what what game was there an A? What do you mean what game? They they barely played their starters in those preseason games. I mean, two games they didn't play at all. And then we saw very little of it against uh, in the, in the middle two games in, in the dress rehearsal game against Houston. They were 0 of 10, giving up on third down defense. Pretty good. Oof. I know it's Houston, but I mean, pretty good. That's not your style, P. We're gonna what? we're gonna revisit this on Thursday. I think he. <laughs> do you, the way you guys feel? Do you guys feel bad about the defense going? I don't feel season? bad at all. I don't feel an no. A. Uh. Because -uh. an A would mean that you feel good. <sighs> I, f I mean, a in terms of progress, not in terms of like talent. Yeah, not yeah. I don't. I don't expect him to be a. He's top grading team. on the curve, Isaiah. Okay, okay. you, you want to call yeah, it that? Fine, we'll that. call it. We'll do that. Yeah, you're, inspi so many, you're inspired. Yeah. I'm inspired. You're inspired. Yes. Yeah, that's fair. Tony that's Robbins fair. seminar. Yeah, I, I, feel, I, I feel can good. get. I can get with the inspiration. Okay. I'm inspired, and, I, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing. What we have, I didn't. I didn't make declaration that's why, that's, about that's, a ranking or anything. That's why I gave like C because I'm like C is they're passing. This is why but we Rob, don't know. We don't know yet. This is why Rob hates doing these grades because yep. he knows no matter which way he goes, he's going to get berated. <laughs> I, 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 by yeah, I'm him. not getting an apple, man. <laughs> he's, I'm not getting an apple from the teacher. He's, he's going to get berated either way. But that's going to do it for us here on Talking Cowboys. Be sure to join us on Thursday, 11 a.m. Central Time, as we begin looking ahead. It's pecan season. Ooh, it'll be a week out from Week One in the. Cowboys and the Buccaneers as the preseason is now over. We'll have plenty more updates along the way as well. But for Chris Beam in the back, heck, my hair oh, Isaiah Stanback, oh, and Rob a... Phillips, I'm Kyle Yeomans uh, saying so long. We'll a... see you next time on Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!